welcome to Nightlife 24-7. Are you ready to talk about sex? No, let's talk about relationships. Or is it time to talk about dating? Taboos. It's on your mind. So let's talk about it on, on Nightlife 24-7. Welcome everybody to Nightlife 24-7. I'm your boy Mac, and today, as always, I'm kicking it with my little sister, Sweets. How we doing, baby? Jones in an 80-degree weather in New York City. <laughs> it's bipolar. I tell you, it's bipolar. <laughs> well, I'm a, I can't even say nothing. We're at 74 here in Atlanta. All right. You know, Sweets, your birthday's coming up soon. Uh, this Saturday, you got any special plans? You, your man, you, your man, another woman, just you by your damn self. Well, me by myself, that goes down regularly. Um, there is a someone, but I don't categorize him as my man. You can't give away privileges so easily. I understood, However, understood. Only thing I asked for this year for my birthday was another tattoo. That's all. Another Nothing tattoo. special. Nothing extra, just another tattoo. How much is your tattoo, sweets? Probably about four fifty. Damn, girl, you going deep, ain't you? Well, I gotta finish my sleeve. I mean, it's, you know, you guys think that tatted women are sexy, so I have to continue to contribute to the call. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be my twenty. Actually, it'll be my 27th tattoo. Damn, you got me beat. I ain't even, I just got my whole back done and part of my chest and both forearms. Damn, you got me beat like a big ball. So don't you think tatted women are sexy, man? Oh, I find them sexy as shit. Girl, yes, I will, I I will sit there and birthday. lick your tattoos. Mm. I made a good birthday gift choice then. Mm, yes, it is. You know what, guys? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surprise y'all. Coming soon to our website. Coming soon to our website. We're going to have a, do a PayPal donate button. And that button is so you can continue to hear us do the things that we do and talk about the things that we do. But that button is also so you can help us take trips to your city, to your state, and talk with you and talk about your nightlife and talk about the things that go on in the dark. We're going to bring it to the light. So if you feel that you want to contribute, whether it's a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever, we will greatly, greatly appreciate it. Every bit of money that you give to us is used on the show for the show. Please understand that. But let's move on. We're still continuing with Relationship Month of February, which is also Black History Month. We've talked about different things as far as Red flags, you know, before I say I do, you know, a couple of different topics. The final topic of this month, when to move on. When is it time to walk away from them? When is it time to walk away from what you call us? When is it time to just let it go? I will not lie. I am one of those people that have done it on multiple occasions could not let it go. 
My feelings were deep. The sex was great. Damn, she just made me feel a certain kind of way. I didn't want to let her go, even though I was miserable. There were other attributes that she gave that made me feel like, damn, it's worth dealing with this bullshit just to keep it. But I'm going to tell you, folks, I'm going to tell you, my listeners, I'm going to tell you, if you ain't happy, walk away. And I say this with a clear conscience because finally I came to terms with who I am, what I want, and what I desire. And once you find that within yourself, then you don't have to put up with a lot of bullshit. You know, when to walk away. I know this is a tough one. And as the new year starts, people try to figure out, can I, you know, pay for this apartment by myself or stay for the convenience sake? Or, damn, he sure helping out with that car payment. You know what? Girl got me. I ain't even got really got to work. But I ain't really feeling it either. I'm telling you. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you decide or realize when it's time to walk away. When it's time to pack your shit and just go. Now, I did it. I was dating a young woman. She was Italian. We lived in Savannah, Georgia. She would get drunk, and she would have flashbacks of her ex-husband whooping her ass. And I was—I had to deal with that. And uh, she would always start hitting and punching on me. I just had enough of it one day. And don't get me wrong, girlfriend gave us, ooh, her sex was off the chain. She was a 40-year-old woman with a body of a 20-year-old. And she could fuck like a racehorse, Okay. But she would just flip out whenever she got a drink in her. So one day when she went to work, we were we lived not too far from a truck stop. I took my ass to the truck stop and hitchhiked all the way to Atlanta and Damn. never looked back. I had had enough. You know, I mean, that's only happened to me once and when I got to the point where I had enough he left and it made me mad because I was holding on over and over and over and then you want to be the one to leave I'm supposed to be the one leaving so it really did play on me but previous to that my enough was when I was sitting at work on my lunch break thinking about all the ways that I can hurt him. Oh, damn. And you have these flashbacks. Oh, he be sleeping like everything just fine. I could burn this whole damn bed up. Oh, my God. Not old you school. You have these flashbacks. <laughs> you're sitting there and you think about this nigga be taking me 45 minute showers just enjoying this heat and hot water and my nice, beautiful garden tub. Oh, please. I'll fuck him up in that wet bathroom. <laughs> like, women, when we have enough, usually there's some violent fantasies of that individual. And at that point when you say, you know what? I'm done. Because you never really looked at the person that way before. 
So so you was gonna pull you was gonna pull uh I forgot what the um Tyler Perry's movie when the old boy was sitting in the tub Red. and she was standing Red. over him with the damn radio. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so. sat at my lunch break and I must have killed him five different ways in them thirty minutes. On that thirty minute lunch break, Max. Wow. That's when I realized, you know what, enough is enough. Emotionally, I'm stressed. Financially, I'm abused. Sexually, I'm neglected. You know, I'm a, it's enough. This is what this is done. I got home. I packed up his stuff. I sent him a nice long email because I don't like arguing. He came home, and I told him, I said, listen, I said, this is a wrap. I said, do you want a 30-day notice so we can take it to the court and do it legally, and I'll go stay at our other house? I said, or you just want to go out there in the world and do yours. I said, here's some money. And I gave him $1,500. I said, here's some money for a hotel if you need that. Wow. People, all I'm going to say is this. You know when it's time to go. I mean, if you dread going home, if you hope your partner is asleep, or gone as you drive home, it's time to move on. I mean, think about it. No one should live like this. I'm telling you, me and Sweets have both experienced it. We're not talking shit out the back of our neck. We've been there. We've done it. At some point, when is your happiness more important than the other? Think about that. Do you matter enough to be happy with yourself? I don't know what else to tell you, people. I truly don't. If you cannot stand the sight, when they open up their mouth and it just, something in you snaps every time they open up their mouth, it's time to go. It is. Well, <laughs> I think that everyone has a different breaking point. True. We know that. And it's easy for us to say from our perspective, but being in a relationship too long can get you killed. And it can get someone else killed as well. Mm -hmm. And it happens all the time. We watch those shows called Snap. We watch First 48. Mystery, watch, mystery you know, murders. Mystery murders, what I do for my man, yeah. all these other things. But at a certain point, you have to get in touch with reality and put yourself first and say, what am I risking, what am I losing, and what am I putting on the line to extend a relationship with this individual? Mm -hmm. Because relationships can be toxic, but they don't have to be extreme. Um, you have individuals that argue a lot. So to them, that's normal. To me, that's not normal. Mm. You have individuals that are in abusive relationships, evenly, not the man beating on the woman. The woman be tearing that ass up, too. Well, my sister was one like that. Oh. My sister, my sister would whoop a man's ass. One day we went over, the man that she stayed with, he just died last year, Carter. God rest his soul. Great man. My sister loved dating older men. She had him down on the concrete and had rubbed his damn skin to the white meat. But what did he do to her? See? 
It's probably a build up, an add up of some stuff. Oh, it was a build up. It was a build up. And they still together. They stayed together all that time. But my sister would whoop a man's ass because she got five brothers. We taught her how to fight. My sister didn't back down from fight. None of my sisters do. You know, but yeah, there's a breaking point. And at some point, you're right. Uh, I remember growing up, my mother was dating a, a man and um, he loved to talk shit and put his hands up. And then one day, she was making breakfast. And. Um, he had uh, he had said something, and she said, "Well, fuck this, I've had enough." And I guess he didn't really get what the message she was conveying him that she yeah. had had enough, and she threw a damn pot of grits on his ass, and that motherfucker took off. He took off running out the door, and we, oh yes, he was gone because them grits stuck. I think she had enough. She had enough. Lord knows she had enough. I was like, whoa, I felt so bad for him. We, you know, to the day I've never seen that man again. Till today. I see you either. <laughs> now, I do know an individual. He was in an abusive relationship. It was a uh, homosexual relationship. He was the one being abused by the feminine male in the relationship. Wow. And I would ask him sometimes, if you wanted to be in an abusive relationship, you could be with a woman. I mean, at least you got a leg to stand on because on the outside looking in, if it's two males in a relationship, who is the actual aggressor? Right. Because when we see it, we look at um, masculinity strength, aggression, but if it's two males in an abusive relationship, you don't really know how to connect with that. And when he found out he had enough, was he went and cleaned out all the bank accounts, he voluntarily repossessed two of the vehicles, and he moved out. Homeboy got home to nothing. That's and that's I'm that's like, a deep know, move. That's a, that's a damn strategic and deep move. <laughs> yes, I mean that means that there was planning, there was doubt for a long time, there was contemplation, there was emotional anger on top of the physical. So everyone, you know, had it up to here is different. Yeah. When you true. had enough, it's different. When she's had enough, it's different. Mm -hmm. And the dynamics of each relationship plays on that. Because the next time the tolerance is going to be shorter and shorter and shorter. Hmm. Girl, you preaching to the choir. You are truly preaching to the choir. If you just tuning in, this is Nightlife 24-7 with Mac and Sweets. And today's topic, we are talking about when to move on. When to let it go. When to walk away. I mean, do you think about this? Do you all of a sudden feel drained if your partner calls you, texts, or comes near you. I mean, think about it. This is a serious feeling, a serious emotion that you're having. If someone affects you in this way, this is a clear sign that something is wrong. Either you need to fix it or you need to move on. Well, and I think that feeling is considered anxiety. 
when she gets back, oh my God, feeling. When someone clicks in on your line, that's a sign that you're reaching your, your breaking point. Well, I mean, I, I, I met someone and, um, Oh, she was a white female, and I won't even lie. I met her through Craigslist, and, oh, she talked a great story, and she just left out a few things. And when she got here, I realized that it was just a lie to get here. And she was a serious alcoholic, drank every day, smoked like a chain smoker, and her damn big-ass lazy dog, um, she treated him like he was a person and it couldn't be out put out left outside or you had to, you know, do all this special shit for it. I was like, nah, that's a little too much. But then what really got it for me was I remember the first time she got horny. Um, cause I, w I didn't even let her sleep in my room. I put it in the makes her bad. I won't lie. I put it in a room in the basement and she oh. sent me a text. Um, you want to smash? If you do, uh, come down. Don't turn the light on. Uh, don't move me. Just do what you want to do and then leave. I text back. I said, huh? Well, I mean, if you want to get some, uh, just do what I asked you to do. And then I told her, I said, you know what? I'm good. I'll masturbate. Wow. I said, I'm good. I'll masturbate. I mean, but. That's the point. There was there, it had already reached a point to where just seeing her irritated me. I mean, it really irritated me. Uh, just, just when she would open up her mouth, I knew everything that came out of her mouth was a lie, and it was. But you know, I knew it, and 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 I even told her. I said, y "You can't even talk to me because you can't tell the truth." And I said, "So every time you open up your mouth, it irritates me." Now, when people have those kind of problems that they are liars or they're thieves, um, uh, habitual offenders, or drunks, do you or, or drug drunk. addicts, do you blame them or do you blame their habits? This is the thing. I didn't blame her. For what she, for her drinking, what I, I was pissed because she lied to me. I mean, the first night she yeah. got here, she just, she was, she didn't hesitate. From the moment she walked in the door, it was alcohol in her hand. Went to bed with it, woke up with it every day. Didn't have shit to eat after she started, because she got a job within two days of being here, Okay. She would go buy alcohol before she buy food, but then come home and say she's hungry. But she always came home with alcohol. Yeah, I think I would have had enough as well. So it was not because she was drinking. It was because she had lied about that. Well, let's put it this way. She lied by omission. That's right. the best way to put it. She lied by omission. And that bothered me because here it is. I was up front and told you everything about me. But you left out a lot of things about you. So, 
the funny thing was then she didn't want to move out so i had to wait and i was like like you hey you want to you can move out and do your own thing or we can go to court so she's gonna stick it out to 30 days at the 29th day she uh moved out with some mexican guy she had met that was drinking a couple of guys because one of my neighbors told me said, oh she moving in with those four or five mexican guys oh, two wow. weeks all right two weeks well they drank too like crazy so she was in the perfect environment funny thing was i was on craigslist a, few, uh, a couple weeks later after that happened she had another ad up at looking for a place to stay uh and, and about her and her dog <laughs> and the dog is her baby and you got to be okay with the dog living in the house and this and that and the dog i laughed my ass off i was just like are oh you serious boy. i was now, like are you freaking serious when but, you've had enough do you sit down and prevent it as we've done? Right. Or do you involve other people as to mediate? You know, some people, they'll call the mom and be like, listen, you need to get your son. Your son ain't this, your son ain't this, your son ain't this. You need to come and get him. You know, or they get the sisters involved or, you know, like what is a healthy way to communicate that this is it. I'm throwing in the towel. I've had well, I think personally that's different for everybody because some people you can't talk to, some people you don't know how to speak to, some people you just don't don't have a voice to k say what they want to say or have the right words. So you may have to have an outside outside person come in. I'm going to put it to you point blank. I speak my damn mind, so I'm going to say what's on my mind. It ain't working. This ain't working. You ain't. It ain't hitting it for us. You need to roll the fuck on. Roll on. This is my house because I'm the kind of brother. You can tell me I ain't going no damn where. Okay. Not a problem. I got enough money in my bank account that I will find me another place to stay, turn all the fucking power, gas, and water off, and move my shit out. Now, that's only happened to me once. I was told, he said, I ain't going nowhere. I paid, I paid bills this month. So I went in my purse. I had about maybe $800, $900. Don't ask me why. I did. I was like, here you go. I said, that could cover your groceries, your little light bill, your little whatever else you don't pay. Go on about your business. Well, I'm not going nowhere. He throws the money down. So, at that point, it was call for an intervention or get violent. I made a conscious decision to call for an intervention. And I called his mother. I said, listen, I said, um, this is the situation. I want your son out of my home. He says he's not going anywhere. He's encouraging me to call the police. And uh, because of my pedigree, we don't call police. We handle our own problems. So either you're going to come and help him or you're not going to have a son anymore. She told me, honey, I have been exactly where you are. My son or not my son, as a woman, woman to woman, you deserve to be treated like a queen. But whatever happens to him is at the hands of his own doing. I will pray for my son and I will pray for you. <laughs> Damn. She went to church on you. <laughs> Damn. And she hung up the phone. Wow. I had her on speakerphone. Wow. 
that was enough for him to walk out that door wow. and leave me with my money. Dang. When, okay, your, own, when your own mother, your own mother turns and says, uh-uh, I done done this shit. I've had enough. It's on you, baby. I wish you the best. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes people need to realize that they've been protected from things for so long because people care about them. But when they push certain buttons and certain individuals that they can't escalate a situation by not allowing you to throw in power. I'm being honest with you. I'm done. I've reached my breaking point. Don't try to keep me and force me to continue a situation. And I think for him, it was like, wow, she's serious. Mm -hmm. Wow, women really do have a breaking point. Even my own mother. Hey. And I think the reason some people push the button is because they've never seen those breaking points before, so they think that it's just another hurdle that they can get over. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what, what's that song? Um, I, I can't even think of the title, but it's a 60s song. You know, um, you know, I, when a woman loves a man and he's going out all night and she's he's coming home at 3 and 4 in the morning and she's getting up and making breakfast and she ain't saying nothing. Oh. She ain't saying a word. And then until one day he comes in and she whoop his ass with a frying pan. Okay? Now I got one better. R. Kelly, when a woman's fed up, oh, there yeah. ain't nothing you can do about, about it. it. That's it. <laughs> I'm telling you, folks. I'm telling you. Time and time again, my mother's always said this. Ain't nothing you can say to anybody until they've had enough. When they've had enough, it's best you get the hell on. I tell every woman, I tell every woman I meet, hey, when I say I'm done, I'm done. Ain't nothing you're going to say going to change my mind. I'm done. You hear those words come out of my mouth to you. Get so your shit, roll out, because we done. I have two. If I say I'm done, it's a wrap. But if I say fuck you, it's a wrap. Because that term is not just cursing at someone. That's a declaration. That means that from this point on, nothing is the same. And please take me seriously. Because I think that when you care about people, even when you get to those points where you say, you know what, maybe we need some space. Maybe this isn't working. Maybe we should just be friends. You know, those are... I'm really not fed up. I'm still trying to make it work. You know? But when you get to the whole, I'm done. Fuck you. Get the fuck out. There are no revolving doors. I'm telling you, it's people. It's not over. You can't fix it. You can't mend it. It's over. I'm going to tell you another sign. I'm going to give you two more signs that it's time to walk away. Okay? There's a couple more on my list. When you go out and eat before you even get home, you don't even want to sit down at the table and eat with them. You eat something so you can come in, take your shower, bath, or whatever, and watch your show or whatever and go off by yourself. It's time. Call it quits. But this is the big one right here. This is the big one. 
when every conversation you have with that person turns into a 12-round heavyweight fight, if all you can do together is fight, it's time to step away. Because we've said it. Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to end up in the hospital, in jail, or in the ground. Or on the run. Or on the run. Because <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be a lot of people on the run in Atlanta. Going around, jumping on their ex, shooting them, stabbing them, and then taking off and running. My thing is, if you big and bad enough to do that, stand your ground. You're a man, you made a choice. You're a woman, you made a choice. Take take your punishment. Take it. Because you made that decision. So you should be able to stand there and say, you know what? The police will be here in a minute. Ain't used to me running. Everybody know I was the one who did it. I'm just saying. Now you're a coward. You got to run. You got to hide. That's just me, but you know, I figure you should stand your ground. That's that's just me. I, I ain't running from the police on a damn thing. I, I don't get me wrong. I've been arrested for tickets and other shit before. I have, but I ain't never ran. No, because you're supposed to be definite. I mean, I've done a few things in relationships. I've never called the police. Let me see. My ex called the police on me three times. Well, I've had that too. My ex did it. Told me, said, if I can't have you, I'm going to make sure nobody else wants you. Well, see, my <clears> thing <throat> was, it was so hard for me to walk away because I invested so much. And because I know that he's a great guy. Just do stupid stuff. Not making excuses. Because some people just do stupid shit, you know? <clears throat> but the first time. He called the police on me. He told me it was because he was afraid that I was going to hurt him. And he was probably right. The second time he called the police on me was when I found out he was cheating and he was afraid to come in the house. So he called for an escort. <laughs> to get his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The last time was when I put his mother out of my house. And he said that he called the police because he knew it was going to be easier for him, for me to forgive him, than to accept his mom back into our lives. If we worked out. And I said to him after these times, I said, you know, I said, you took a chance every time you called the police on me. I said, because if I would have ever got in trouble, you know I'd be on the road for the rest of my life. I said, I hurt you. Mm. He said, baby, I know. He said, but because you're upstanding and you can get yourself out of any situation, I always have to look out for myself because you will hurt me. I know that. <laughs> and when you hear it coming from a different perspective, it really lets you know that this is not healthy if both of us can understand that I will hurt you in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Enough has to be enough. Yeah. When do you really draw that line? We're both eating before we get home. We're both arguing. Uh, we've gotten mediation involved on more than one occasion. And you have more 
recollections of arguments than lovemaking. Mm. It's time to call it quits. Yeah, it truly is. Hey guys, if you're just tuning in, this is Nightlife 24-7 with your boy Matt and my little sister, Sweet. And we are talking about when to move on. When is enough enough? When is it that there is no more love in a relationship? You know, they got that song out there. A house is not a home. You know, but... I figure like this, if you arguing and fighting, hell, y'all just living in a four-room box. But you have to think, some people, if you have two miserable people that are together, their version of happiness is different from our version of happiness. That's true, misery loves company. Because I know an individual, her and her husband, I have no idea how they work. But they've been together for about 16, 17 years now. And they speak to each other like people in the street. You go wow. over there, and it's not, hey, honey, would you hand me the salt and pepper? It's, hand me the salt and pepper with your fat ass. And you're like, what? I forgot. Wow. And then she'll pick up the salt and pepper and chuck it and throw it across the room. Oh, motherfucker, you want salt and motherfucking pepper, huh, bitch? There you go. And you just see two things fly across your face. And then they'll sit down and they'll have dinner. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just put it out there. That's a fucking dysfunctional relationship. But yeah, dysfunctional works sometimes. There are lots of dysfunctional relationships. Look at abusive relationships, Matt. Well, no, no, no. I'm not disagreeing with you. I get what you're saying because that's, yeah. that's the next thing on my list. That's the next thing I was going to say. If there's any form of physical or mental abuse, this is clear sign you need to walk away. So I get you. Yeah. You have people that believe that they're not being beaten, that they're not loved. You have men that feel like if they're not women that are abusive and yelling and screaming that they don't care. So when it comes to dysfunction, that red flag to walk away might be a mile down the, down the road from individuals like ourselves that like functionality in our relationship. You know, the funny thing is, we talking about walking away, dysfunctional relationships, and get the hell out, and the song that's playing in the background is Let's Stay Together. <laughs> no, we are not staying together right now, okay? <laughs> oh, it's just amazing to me, the song that's playing in the background is Let's Stay Together. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Your vows say to best you part. Ritual of horror. Under what circumstances did you get a divorce? When I know that the marriage was built on a lie and deceit. When we're not even sleeping in the same bed anymore, and I don't want you, I don't want your skin touching mine. Now, can that be repaired? I doubt it. I, I, in my, well, let's just put it this way. For me, no, it could not be. It could not have been. Um, because that now I'm wondering, was anything that happened between us was ever real? Or was it part of the lie, too? Right. Now, what about love is blind? Is that a reason to hold on? 
Well, my dumb ass, yeah, I've done it before. Because love is blind. I was blinder than Ray Charles. Okay. And kept holding on to something that wasn't worth one iota. There was no foundation. It was built on straight quicksand. And I was standing there running and fighting to stay above ground. People, if you feel like that's your situation, you just barely getting your head up above it. You can barely breathe. Your chest is tight. You feel like you're about to pass out. Get the hell out. Walk away. Especially if you got children. Now, how would you advise the individuals that have property, children, finances, large investments to call it quits and walk away? Listen. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I know everything or preach anything to you. There are times when you have to call in a lawyer. There are times you have to call in a mediator. There are times you got to go to court and let a judge decide. All those type of things when it comes to kids and property. You know, I do mediation and arbitration for the state of Georgia. I'm certified in all 50 states. And believe me, I've heard these cases. And they're not simple cases. There's emotion involved. There's blood, sweat, and tears that have been put into it. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, we've got 12 properties together. Yeah, he brought the properties, but you went over there and painted and cleaned and did all that. So you you got your equity into it too. You got two or three children together. You know, one child may be his and the two others are not his, but he treats them like his or he adopted them. There are times when you have to have someone else come in and help make those decisions for you. Because your heart, your emotions, your anger, your frustration do not let you make clear decisions. So, that being said, sometimes you have to go outside your arena to get someone else to referee your fight. That's all I'm saying. Simple as that. It is truly well, simple as that. So... Before we call it quits, we do want to look at the big picture. We want to weigh our pros and our cons in reference to the risk and what we have to lose. But at all times, we do want to be responsible. Because you get some women and guys that they say, oh, I've had enough. It's time to throw in the towel. And they go busting windows and slicing tires. That is not the way to do this. But then you got the other side of that. There are men and women who say, you know what? You take all this shit. I'm just happy. All I want is my last name back. And I've done that. You can have and all this do. shit, and I'll start over I brand new. I was trying to bust the windows and Wow. Thank you, Jesus. And, I, and I'm going to knock on wood. I've never had a woman scratch my car, slice my tires, burn my clothes. Because when you start showing me red flags like that, I'm out anyway. But I've walked away from shit. I've walked away and, and started over. I slept on a damn floor with a blanket and a brand new plate. But I was happy. When you walk away from money and businesses and homes and your lifestyle, because you're a responsible individual, you're looking at the big picture, 
you stand by your characteristics and um, you live up to your word that precedes you, when all the dust has settled, you do wish that you were just a little bit of something. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There were moments when I said, I'm full to myself. I handled it well. I recovered like a champ. But God damn it, it would have felt good to break something. I've just never felt that way. I'm sorry. I, I felt like I've hurting you. It. I truly have fought, felt like hurting you. And I've thought of many ways to damage your uh, damage your life or hurt you in a way to where you would know from this point forward I'll never do that shit to another person but I've never wanted to damage your property I've thought about damaging you and when I, when I have those thoughts I know it's best for me to get the fuck out because all I can think of is how I'm going to damage or hurt you alright alright like I stated it's time to go when you fantasize about how many different ways you can kill people. Right, right. And people, we're not condoning that. We're not saying going out and hurt nobody or destroy their property. We're saying that if it gets to that point, it's time for you to walk away. This relationship you're in is over. It's done. And, and this doesn't just mean personal relationships. Business relationships, family relationships. Because any relationship can be toxic. But you are the only one that's going to know when enough is enough. But make sure you end it properly. Because you can end a relationship and still carry on in a different circle. That's true. You can still be respectable, responsible, adult-like. Enjoy those happy moments. You don't have to hate each other. But when enough is enough, only you're going to know. That's it. That is true. Everyone. I'm going to give you a final thought, and then we're going to be out. Yeah, if your partner does not inspire you, add to your enjoyment or your life in some way, it's probably time to move on. And I say that with all re due respect. You know, I tell you every day, we're put on this world to help people. And if you can't help them, then please, please, all I'm saying from the bottom of my heart is don't harm them. That's all. Okay. I'm going to put it out the sweets to give you about a minute to say goodbye, and then we're going to head on out. Well, again, as I stated, everyone's breaking point is different. Try not to chime in on other individuals' relationship issues if you are not qualified. If I'm having problems with my business partner and my business partner is getting on my last nerves, oh, my God, I can't stand him, don't negatively encourage me and tell me that that should be my breaking point if I didn't ask you. If people are having relationship issues and your boy comes to you and he's like, yo, man, my girl, she this, she this, she this, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't stand her right now. Tell him to give it some time to look at it and weigh out his pros and cons. Don't negatively influence individuals to rush to their breaking point because we want to rescue people from misery, but we also don't want to have them avoid their blessings because they're being hasty. So a breaking point for me might be one thing. A breaking point for you might be a mile down the road. Right, right. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can also check us out uh, continuously on our website if you miss certain shows, and we'll put them up for you. 
guys, we're going to try to do that Facebook Live soon. So we look forward to you guys um, checking us out. Um, be safe. Have fun. And if your situation is not healthy for you, do your best to try to talk it out. And if you can't talk it out, then walk it out. That being said, we'll talk to you later. We at Nightlife 24-7 appreciate you, our listener, who has an open mind and heart and are able to listen, learn, and discuss those issues that affect you and your partner. By discussing these issues, we hope to keep the lines of communication open to help inform you, our listeners, and our community. It's on your mind, so let's talk about it on Nightlife 24-7.